You're listening to Agile Ideas, the podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Agile Management Office. This episode is one of nine chapters in the series for the much-anticipated AMO white paper, titled, Is the PMO Still Fit for Purpose? We hope you enjoy it. Chapter 5, Delivery Disconnect. How PMOs are contributing to the growing disconnect between delivery, executive strategy and operations. Why is there a disconnect? What is causing it? And what can we do about it? There is a clear disconnect between what the PMO does and what an organisation needs it to do. When a PMO is implemented, there is frequently complaints about the burden of additional paperwork or the way having to adhere to rigid standards is stifling creativity. This is one of many areas where project managers and PMOs will clash. A PMO will often want to optimise the process and the project manager wants the freedom to deliver their way. We believe this disconnect is increasing with many project managers arguing that they are being policed and not supported by the PMO. In many organisations, varying methods, practices, tools and systems are often not integrated across PMOs. Specific governance practices are managed in isolation of one another, causing additional disconnect and confusion for project managers and impacting the ability for delivery teams to be effective. To further this disconnect, PMOs are often focused on appeasing up-the-line stakeholders rather than doing what delivery teams need of them, supporting them through to completion. An outdated PMO is often labelled as the process police, enforcing rigid policies that contribute little value to project outcomes. And instead of supporting projects to success, Rigid requirements stifle the creativity of project teams. For far too long, PMO and projects have been looked at separately, are evolving separately, and whilst doing so, driving a greater disconnect between each other. Each year, organisations around the world face astronomical project failure rates, often wasting millions of dollars with every failed project. Despite all the investment in project management, including new methodologies and improved ways of working, projects are still failing at an alarming rate. We have already seen a history of project delivery evolution with new and improved methods which have come in the form of books, methods, training, you name it. Yet, and despite the billions of dollars invested in projects annually, more than 70% continue to fail. Could the PMO be a contributing factor for project failures? The most common response in the history of failed projects is to increase project oversight with an emphasis on reporting. However, more is often mistaken for better when it comes to governance. With that in mind, PMOs are demanding more information, more reports and introduce a myriad of hoops that projects need to jump through 
in order to be deemed as adequately monitored. Governance does not mean only the creation of a project reporting structure. When a project starts to stumble, increasing the volume and scope of upward reporting will only place more burden on the project and will unlikely improve the likelihood of success. There is often an assumption that when projects are going wrong, they require more governance, more reporting and more layers of bureaucracy. Sometimes it needs less you must do this to more how can we help you be successful. After all, are we all not contributing to the same organisational outcomes? In our own experiences, we have observed instances where at least 40 different reports were being produced on a monthly basis, all within a single program of work. Many of these reports were requests from multiple PMOs which had touch points on the program. The key to driving more successful project outcomes is to focus on effective governance, not increased reporting. Successful projects are categorised by less bureaucracy in governance, more problem solving and a greater focus on outcomes. Where there are more people or committees demanding an ever-increasing volume of reports than there are managers delivering the project, there are bound to be problems. We see this a lot in government departments. Rather, we should simplify everything in and around the project and ensure that the project manager has the responsibility, accountability, authority and the support needed to be successful. To support this, we developed the AMO method, an advanced suite of fully customizable tools, documentation and governance structures to properly embed effective and efficient support frameworks for delivery of projects and programs of all scales, regardless of delivery methodology and industry. Having, at its core, a belief that the AMO method is not prescriptive rolled out verbatim from organisation to organisation, there is a set of core foundational principles that support the overall framework. And these include Number one, develop synergistic governance techniques that integrate across the value chain. Two, introduce a single governance data source from portfolio to project. Three, integrate governance from ideation through to benefits realization and into business as usual. Four, create an environment of iterative implementation planning. Five, Introduce a continuous improvement mindset. Six, foster an environment of continuous collaboration and coordination. Seven, target high value areas that benefit the masses. Eight, reuse, recycle to deliver more with less. Nine, seek and accept constructive feedback. Ten, Demonstrate reliability as a cohesive function. 11. Act with complete authenticity and transparency. And 12. Proactively demonstrate value. As an AMO is a central shared enterprise level function that provides support and decision enablement, it is not biased to either the executive or the delivery teams. 
with a strong emphasis on co-designing governance solutions that meet the demands of delivery teams and the executive. By shifting the stance from a one-size-fits-all approach to project governance, we took a uniquely adaptive approach to enable customization that aligned to the nature of our client's current maturity. This was achieved by moving away from the command and control model used by outdated PMOs, allowing for tools, documentation, and governance structures to be selected based on their relevancy rather than mandated requirement by a PMO manager. By ensuring integration across delivery, executive, and into the far reaches of an organization, it reduced rework and drove an enterprise-wide model for governance in six months. Compliance to organizational governance requirements rapidly increased from 30% to 95% in six months across their department of 50 project managers. This drove efficiency for the project delivery teams. But efficiency is about working smarter, not harder, something that many PMOs struggle to do. Whilst they are reacting to the environment around them, they often create a cycle of inefficient behaviours without realising it. So, what is this lack of efficiency and what can we do about it? Next chapter, lack of efficiency. Thank you for listening to this chapter. We welcome any feedback. If you would like a copy of a specific chapter or access to the whole white paper series, please visit our website, www.agilemanagementoffice.com. I hope you've been able to learn, feel, think, or be inspired today. Thank you for listening, and please share or rate this if you enjoyed it. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.